All right, Patricio, you ready? There's there, there's no net. Oh, hold on. This is a, this this sucks that there's no net. I just unplugged my headphones. Hold on. There's no net. There's no there's no turning back. If we were a, if we were a Rocky Four song, we'd be a, we we we'd be Robert Tepper's. Uh, there's there's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. Can you play that on guitar? Are are you familiar with anything from the Rocky Four soundtrack? No. Oh, all right, that's too bad. Well, th then just play anything. Not bad. We're still here in Tempe, Arizona. It's only 108 degrees outside at 7.30 at night. It's only 108 Everything is fine. I got in the pool earlier. I've taken baths colder than the non-heated pool out back. It's, uh, man, I, I was not out of the pool for 20 seconds before I was completely dry. It's, 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 I never complain about the heat because, because I don't like being cold and I'll take being warm over that all the time. Today was the first day I've said to myself in years, I'm like, damn, it's hot. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually hot. That's, that's, that's how I felt today. Hey, everyone, I'm Bob. We already heard from Patricio. That's Fishkembe Matumbol, the star of our show, who we'll, who we'll get to in a moment. I'm having a tough day. Chris Cuomo of CNN just threatened to throw me down a flight of motherfucking stairs, so trying to grapple with that kind of emotional trauma. And I'm not sure what happened after last night's show. Perhaps there was just too much adrenaline. That thing was supposed to be 20 minutes long. It went 35. And, th and then after, I, I just fell off this emotional shelf, and I felt like death is imminent all day. Do I look like I'm dying, like, like more so than usual, Patrice? Not not any more than than yesterday. Yeah, I uh, fuck it. Ah, fuck it. Let's just let's just get to it. And if everyone is on their best behavior, I promise to end tonight's show with uh, terrible, terrible news. If, if again, if everyone is on their best behavior, I promise to end tonight's show with terrible, terrible news. But first, let's get to question one from Fishkembe. It reads as follows. It's been a while. Who's going to be the Democratic candidate? I'm a prisoner to the polls. I'm a prisoner to the news cycles. I consume too much media. And, and so it's the math for me right now. I think last time we discussed this, I, I was leaning towards Kamala as the presidential nominee, and she would, she would choose Mayor Pete, which I really salivated for. That still might be my dream ticket, just to watch both, just to watch Kamala prosecute President Trump in the debates with the Attorney General of California with her prosecutor from Oakland Skill. That's what I want to see, just her slice, dice, and julienne President Trump on all his criminal enterprises. And Mayor Pete, take down Vice President Pence in the name of God. I was looking forward to it in the name of God. But, uh, God, if, if you're looking at trend lines, Biden numbers, his support is still solid, but, but there is a leak in the tire. Bernie's campaign is going nowhere fast. The only candidate that's continually going up is, 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 is Elizabeth Warren. So if you're Warren Buffett and you're buying stock in a presidential candidate, 
I think right now the candidate you buy stock in is Elizabeth Warren. Guitar! Yo, it's me, Fish B. Hello, Fish B. Uh, what's this big apology? Uh, oh, yeah. Last night I teased this at the beginning of the show. And then, and then I didn't even have a chance to get to it at the end of the show. We had ran so goddamn long. And so I'm going to attempt to do it now. And I'm going to apologize about my apology in advance. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to fuck this up. But prior to last night... Some of you may remember the last show I did where I had uh, uh, many shots of tequila and I was trying to explain why this show needed to go on and, and, and hiatus. And, and, and well, it was uh, an emotional affair. Uh, some describe it as, uh, as, as, as brutally honest. Uh, unfortunately, I was talking to Patricio about it a few nights and I almost always listen to every show I hadn't listened to that one just because I felt just so uh, uh, com completely candid and, and naked, and, and I, was, I was nervous it would create an undesirable emotional response within me by going back and listening to it. But then Patricio told me it was good when we were talking. I'm like, oh, well, maybe if it's good, I'll go back and listen to it. And I went back, and I did, and what I heard was truly truly horrifying. I have, I have never, of all these shows we've done, this is 322, something like that. It'll say 321, but 322. It's the first time ever I was so embarrassed and horrified by a show that I took it down. I, I took it down off every streaming service. I, I deleted it from my MacBook. I, I wanted nothing to do with it. It's because if you, if you didn't hear it, consider yourself lucky. But if you didn't hear it, it was, it, it was me kind of explaining why I needed to take, take this time off. And, and, and then I kind of going through the game plan for basically kind of the next six months or so. But to me, it, it just, it sounded like it, uh, it sounded, it, it sounded to me like, like someone that was manic and, and not in touch with reality. It, it held up this mirror to my bipolarity that I found truly disturbing and, and, and as I mentioned before, uh, embarrassed by. Uh, I sounded uh, very brash and very confident in my ability, what, in, in what at the time I was calling, I'm gonna go through all these shows, I'll pull out my best 45 minutes, it's gonna be the demo of death or the demo, or something like this. And it, it, was, it was just ridiculous. And, and, then, and then I went on to talk about how one of the good things about being me and, and my elder statesman age at 43 years old and being been around this business for a long time now is I know a person or two. And maybe a person or two might, might be able to help me. Let's, uh, let's, let's unwind all those statements a lot. My big apology is, is for that show. And my big apology is taking the show down, so I'm sorry on both those accounts. I'm also sorry for this rambling explanation. I hope you're doing, I hope you're following me so far. Like I said, it's been a long day. CNN's Chris Cuomo threatened to throw me down a flight of fucking stairs. But realistically now, I mean, we are, we are going to go through and, and, we're, and, we're, and we're, we're going to put together something nice. 
and, and make it as nice as possible. And I think I have some friends that are going to help me with that. It'll be about 45 minutes or so. And we're just going to call it Bob's Fishbowl, the album, which, that, which sounds much, much nicer, much less pressure on me. And, and yes, there are a, a few people that I know in, in roundabout ways that, that I would like to circulate it to. Because here in the in the podcast game, where eight billion people around the world, every single one of them has a podcast, it occurs to me, I, uh, sure, I know people, but not enough people. Uh, to really take this show to the next level, I need to team up with some, some s other people and, and some platform something. And there's a chance that, that I may know a few people in New York that uh, that relay uh, that could be able to uh, to help a little bit in that process, but let's go ahead and pull the expectations back to maybe there's a one in a thousand chance that'll work out. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna fail. I'm not gonna fuck up on purpose. But let's just call it a one in a thousand chance. All right. So that was that was what I was trying to trying to get to uh, last night, and I sure I would have done it even poorer job of explaining it last night than I, than, than I just did, but I hope that makes sense. Pat, guitar! Was it hard saying goodbye to Isaiah the Tiny Playa? This is the stupidest fucking question ever. Uh, what do you What do you think? Was it Was it hard saying goodbye to it? It was It was It was awful. It was awful. It's like someone comes and they rip out your heart and then they throw it on the ground and then they then they then they then they, then they spit on it and they piss on it and they defecate on it and then they bring in the wolves and then they bring in bears to eat the wolves and then they have lions fight bears and meanwhile they're just chunks of your heart all over the airport. Uh, that's what it felt like. Uh, he was he was upset. Uh, 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 there were there were tears involved on his part, and and I had to I had to maintain, which is hard for me emotionally, maintain some kind of maturity. You know, it's gonna be okay. It's it's, it's gonna be Christmas break before you know it. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see you soon. We're gonna be okay. We we've done this multiple times now. We can handle this. And then and then he gets on the plane, and and he's he's just a wreck. And then, and then I turn around, and holy balls, am I just a wreck. So, so yeah, that's, that's a ridiculously question. Ridiculously a, a, a dumb question. Of course, saying goodbye to Isaiah the Tiny Player. The executive producer of this show was an absolute nightmare. Guitar! Really? More guitar! Okay. Next question. What's the best show on TV? Ah, uh, the best show on TV. Here's, I'm, I'm gonna rephrase that into an even more difficult question. What's the most perfect show on TV? And you might think I might go, uh, Real Time with Bill Maher is, is, is a perfect show. It's a perfect show. Then also on HBO, you, you have uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, also a perfect show. But I'm gonna go with a third option. I'm not going with premium cable. I'm not even going with basic cable. I'm going with network TV. The most perfect show on TV, it's just so well constructed and built, is America's Got Talent. 
I swear it's, it's, and I know it's a family show and I know it can be cheesy at times, but this is, this is like their 14th season doing it in America or something, but they have finally gotten like the lineup and the host and the judges like exactly right. Like Nick Cannon was fine as the host. Tyra Banks was a disaster. Congratulations. You're still in the running towards becoming America's next top model, but Tyra bugs me. So I didn't want, but, but now Terry Crews is fantastic. He's fantastic. He's perfect. Just the right amount of coolness and enthusiasm and kind of, kind of his own panache, you know, his own, his own style. Like uh, Terry Crews is great as the host of that show. And then Howie Mandel, who usually drives me crazy, suddenly he's fine. I wouldn't like Ordinarily, Gabrielle Union, she's married to Dwayne Wade, but she had like this ongoing feud with Jada Pinkett Smith, who I always thought was cool. And I'm like, well, if I had to pick between two celebrities that I don't know, I'll go with Jada Pinkett Smith. But Gabrielle Union's great on that show. And then one of my other favorite reality shows that I, that I used to watch all the time with my grandma, Dancing with the Stars, Julianne Huff, who recently told her husband, I'm not straight, but I am married to you. So Julianne Huff is, is uh, and she's fantastic. And then Simon Cowell is perfect. The talent is, it's just, it's a, it's a damn perfect show. They, they, they have finally, through the, I mean, it was bad for a while, but it, when it was Piers Morgan and Heidi Klum and Tyra Banks, it was obnoxious. But now, now, now it's good. Now it's good. And uh, speak of, of Patricio, I mean, watch, I think the winner might be this kid from Poland that plays acoustic guitar, of all things. So, Patricio, guitar! <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Are enhanced background checks for guns gonna happen? Are enhanced background checks for guns gonna happen? Well, don't worry. I, I heard on the news today in between one of my three naps <coughs> that, that Ivanka Trump is on the phone calling lawmakers. So don't worry, don't, don't, don't worry. There is no one less qualified in the world to be making phone calls to anyone than Ivanka Trump in the true spirit of nepotism. I was, I was, I was so upset, I was so upset when I heard that Ivanka was making phone calls that I made my first phone call to Melania and she told me, don't worry, Bob, be best. <laughs> I said, thank you, Melania. But uh, I don't think enhanced background checks are going to happen. W what happens with every single one of these shootings? Uh, there's, there's a lot of talk, and then nothing happens. There's a brand new massacre, maybe two, every single week, and nothing happens other than thoughts and prayers. The only thing we've done so far is bump stocks, which is only one kind of extended magazine. I hate to be such a pessimist on this gun issue, but where are enhanced background checks? They're, they're a good start. They are, they are a, a small piece to the puzzle, which will, which will hopefully, we have, we have hit the, the crescendo of gun violence in America, and somehow, some way, this number will start to decline. And whether that's through public health 
or just the way we worship the gun in this country. And, and I don't know because guns have always been so essential, whether it's Second Amendment, to, to protect us from, from, from our own government and the spirit of the wild, wild west and, and the way we love gangster movies and, and war movies, the way we worship the gun in this country. I think maybe that plays a big part in this, the way that guns are so fucking cool. You ever been to a Walgreens or like, like a magazine stand at a drugstore and see how many monthly magazines are there are for guns? There's like a dozen of them. Like, what are you reading about every single month in a dozen gun... Where are they finding the content on the subject of guns and ammo to fill 12 magazines? I don't... I don't understand, but we've got to make guns less cool than cancer, and that starts with all of us. Let's stop worshiping the gun, shall we? Guitar! Sorry, Pat, I didn't realize you were still going. Um, why, why, is, uh, why is immigration reform so hard? Why is this question so hard? Why, why is immigration reform so hard? Well, well from th this is one of the dirty little secrets about the American economy that's not so secret. If, if you want to have a robust economy that's just on fire, you know what you need? A giant pool of cheap-ass labor force. A and America started with slavery. And, and then now that's one of the reasons China is, is, the, is the industrial manufacturing capital of the world is because they have a billion people, 500 million of which are way qualified for really, really, really low-end labor. And then the way an economy works, you have to have, you have, to have capital at the top for rich people to start businesses. You have to have enough middle-income people to be able to buy shit from businesses. And then you have to have the poor people that make shit for the businesses for people to buy. And so we're in this thing. So the entire American economy, if you take away illegal immigration, you are cutting off our economy in the, you're kneecapping it. And that's what no one wants to talk about. I mean, people talk about the ramifications. No one wants to buy an $8 tomato. Well, no shit. No one wants to buy an $8 tomato. But it's a lot deeper than that. It, 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 is, it, is, it is so many industries. And the only way that America that can, can consistently have that low, 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 low-end wage earner that does jobs that no one else wants to do is have this massive influx of illegal immigration. And the reason they, the Republicans, they embrace the big business, they see that side of it, but they don't want to put these people on a path to citizenship in any way, say, shape, or form. One, their base loves racism, and second, more importantly, is a point I can't remember. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, secondly, and, <laughs> secondly and, uh, and most importantly, uh, uh, when a lot of Republicans, they, they uh, uh, the, the, the pragmatist in them, they don't, they don't see uh, undocumented uh, immigrants, they see future Democratic voters. 
And then, so it, it goes that way. And then Democrats understand the same game too, but that, that, that is just one chapter in a 379 chapter book of why immigration reform is so hard. And honestly, the way I'm feeling tonight, after Chris Cuomo threatened to throw me down a flight of fucking stairs is too hard. Stop looking at your phone, guitar! <laughs> Next question. What's something the world doesn't know about Patricio? Oh, question about Uncle Pat. What, where, where, where do I go with this one? Uh, well, uh, uh, first, uh, a lot of people don't know that his day job is Lady of the Night. Ow! And uh, uh, secondly, um, if you, you, you haven't driven around and listen to the radio in a car until you do it with Patricio. Because Patricio's finger dexterity and the way from playing the guitar for so long and the way he turns his steering wheel into a full Van Halen style, maybe even Tommy Lee Motley Crue drum kit <laughs> is... It is, I mean, it's, it, it is an honest-to-God talent. I, I don't know what you do with it, but fuck James Corden, fuck Apple and, and, and their carpool karaoke. That's nothing. Anyone can drive down the road and sing songs averagely. Not many people can finger-tap their steering wheel better than Tommy Lee could on his best day. And that's something you don't know about Patricio. Guitar! Jeez, I didn't know when you were done. Oh, you're you're fucking with me now. How dare you? How dare you, man? You 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 and the rest of the world. So is the medication in my brain. So I I have I am clearly uh, unbalanced right now. Again, I, I don't I don't. You, oh yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, next question, uh, dear Uncle Bob. Okay, dear Uncle Bob, what's the difference between Italian ice and gelato? I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. I, I think gelato is more, is, is more ice. I've never been to Italy. Isn't, uh, I have lived in Rhode Island. Isn't gelato more, more kind of ice cream-esque? It's not ice cream, but more ice cream-esque. It, it's like, if, like the texture's kind of like if ice cream and froyo had a baby. That, that's what I remember of, of gelato, but I could be remembering something else. I was on a lot of uh, meds in Rhode Island. And then, and then Italian ice is like a real thick ice. It's not like, it's not like a snow cone. It's not like Hawaiian shaved ice. It's, uh, it's better than that. It's Italian ice. I, I, I don't know. I've got nothing. Guitar! Oh, no, I, no sorry. Here's the answer I should have gone with. Um, and I forget, but I, I believe, I believe that uh, Italian ice is made with uh, uh, the tusk of bull walrus, where gelato is made of vampire semen. Guitar! I haven't had to resort to that in so long, but, but I remember one of my golden rules of this podcast is whenever I have no idea the answer to a question is somehow just boil it down to the tusk of bull walrus and vampire semen. <laughs> And it's, it's gotten me this far. It's gotten me this far. Last question, thank God, comes from Isaiah, the tiny player, who writes, how do things turn out for Hong Kong? 
How do things turn out for Hong? If, if you've been following the international news at all, and, and my hunches, if, if, if you like this podcast, you also like the news. Um, there's been these massive protests. Today was the first day that, uh, that, that the citizenry, the, the protesting citizenry of Hong Kong did not, did not take over and shut down one of the world's busiest airports. I feel real bad for the citizens of Hong Kong. And, and in theory, when, when China, or when, when uh, China and, and England, and, and England wanted to uh, kind of give up on their imperialistic past and, and give Hong Kong back to, to, to China and have one nation, two systems, how long did everyone really think that bird was going to fly when you have an authoritarian regime like China and you can't have a free press, you can't have a legal system, you can't have something in Hong Kong that close to mainland China, which makes the citizens of China maybe think a little differently than they do from the typical propaganda they're fed daily by the Chinese government. This breaks my heart. I think as, as, as Americans and, and, and lovers of, of Western liberal democracy, I, I think we need, need to stand up and be as vocal as we can and, and, and hold out for Hong Kong, which, which is one of the coolest places in the world. But I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, the one nation, two system model is gonna collapse this weekend. I don't think it's gonna collapse next week. But at some time, it is going to collapse, and it's going to be a bloody fucking mess. And it's going to be a real goddamn tragedy when it happens, and uh, hopefully it doesn't. But what, what, what's more likely to happen? Uh, China reforms first, or Hong Kong just magically decides to fall in line? China's not going anywhere, and Hong Kong, they understand, man. They have a... Um, just culturally different uh, in Asia, very much more, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't wanna go down, I was gonna make some analogy between worker bees and shit, but it, but it wasn't gonna come off good. So I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna cut it off there in the, name of, in, the in the name of everyone's safety. No, it wasn't, no, it was nothing like an ant farm, it was nothing like an alien ant farm. It wasn't, it was gonna, I was just gonna loosely use a metaphor of a bee, but it wasn't, it wasn't, but anyway, I'll, I'll say this. I, I think um, uh, 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 many, many a Asian cultures and many cultures around the world outside of America uh, aren't quite as uh, uh, egocentric and, and self-absorbed as we are and are much more willing to uh, 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 put their lives on the line for, for the name of the greater good and understand and have a much broader sense of history that this isn't about today, that what they do today affects their kids their and generations to come. Uh, so I, anyway, I was going to go there, but it was going to be sloppy. Guitar! <laughs> And remember when I told you at the beginning that if everyone was on your best behavior and was extra nice to me tonight since earlier before the show, Chris Cuomo threatened to throw me down a flight. Oh. All right. Uh, there, was, there, there was terrible, terrible news, maybe. And, and, and the news, the news, eh, Jesus, I'll, I'll, I'll just come out and say it. Um, 
this, uh, this podcast hiatus I've been on has been, has, has, has been good for my mental health, and, and, I, and, and it gave me a lot of uh, a quality time to spend with, with my son over the summer, so that was, that was, that was, that was fantastic. Uh, but if I am being uh, completely honest, which, which of course is what I usually attempt to be, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just not there yet. Uh, where's, what, what date is September 1st? Is that on a weekend or is September 1st, is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, now I'm looking at my phone. No, uh, okay, all right, yeah, September 1st is a Sunday. So the show is going to be officially on hiatus until, until September 2nd. At the very least, give me a few times to, t- to, t- to take care of some health issues that I need to take care of. And, and I think that, and, and I know, I, I, I know, you, like, ah, you're, you're fucking with my night, or you're fucking, with, you're fucking with my lunch break, or I'm fucking with your morning routine. And I'm sorry about that. I get that. If, 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 if morning Joe went away, or PTI went away, or, or something I enjoyed five days a week, I would, I, I would be honorary too. Uh, 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 no need to write me a letter. Uh, and, and, and I may come back sooner, and, and, and when, if, if, if something in the world, like a, I don't know, a, a nuclear Armageddon uh, dictates, I'll be, ba- I'll be back a little sooner. But, but I just, I, I think uh, it's in everyone's best interest for, for me to, to continue to take a moment to not rush back, because honestly now, I'm, 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 I can't exactly put my finger on, on, on why to describe precisely what it is. I just know that, that where I'm trying to get mentally to give you the very single best I can every night, I know I'm not there yet. I, I, I know this break has been tremendously helpful, but I need a little bit more help. And, and I, 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 and I apologize, and, and I, uh, I hope you can pick up what I'm putting down, and, and I hope that makes sense, but this is the kind of thing, this is, this, 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 this is bigger than a podcast, this is, this is me fighting for uh, trying to get things right, to lay the groundwork for, 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 for the rest of my life here, okay? So, so bless you. I love you. It's just bigger than the show. Pat, play something that's significantly less depressing than what I just said. Oh, yeah. Oh, and and tomorrow, yeah, I'm going to be on a plane uh, uh, tomorrow. I've got to go back to... uh, Spokangeles, where it'll be very lonely. So thanks to Patricio for putting up with me these last few days. Thanks to Dr. Cooper, the tiny dog. Thanks to Meg. After the show last night, Patrick and I got in a little argument over how fat his cat was. Pat tried to tell me his cat was more like a Brian Erlacher NFL-style linebacker. And I pointed out, yeah, a linebacker that's really fucking fat. And then, uh, and then, and then everyone's favorite... Uh, Uncle Reggie, the black three-legged cat who brings nothing but good luck. Nothing but three legs for all three naps that I took today. So uh, thank you for uh, putting up with me. I, I will do my best to uh, be more active on Twitter and, and the Instagram. It's at uh, Bob Van Dyne. I can be found. Ah! Uh, till next time. I love you. I miss you. 
Feel free to sing Tongaleo amongst yourselves. Adios, amigos.